BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Boot team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you as we're celebrating Thanksgiving 2023 with you. So we figured we would... Take a trip back in the old MRN time machine. Flashback to other NASCAR Live wide open downloads. And we're going to go back first to April 19th. Greg Biffle was named one of NASCAR's 75 greatest drivers. Of course, we celebrated all 75 at the Cookout Southern 500 race weekend at Darlington Raceway. Smooth Biff had a chance to stop by. We had a chance to visit with him and catch up with him when he made that exclusive list. NASCAR is in the process of rolling out its list of 75 greatest drivers as we're in the 75th anniversary of NASCAR. And one of the drivers to make the cut is a driver that spent a lot of time in victory lane. He's won championships and he no doubt is well qualified for the honor. Greg Biffle is on the hotline. Greg, welcome to NASCAR Live Wide Open. How are we doing? I'm doing great. Uh, just, you know, happy to be chatting with you guys. Super, super excited about this opportunity uh, in this this honor. Were you surprised when you got the telephone call? You know, I was very shocked. I, I was uh, not expecting it. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mike Elton called me, and uh, we were just chatting it up. We hadn't spoken in a little while, and we were kind of catching up. We're pretty good friends, and 
And he said, by the way, uh, a reason why I called you is, uh, you know, you, you made uh, one of the, you know, top 75 greatest drivers of NASCAR. And, and I truly was uh, taken back by it. I was shocked. I've been watching, you know, some of the names uh, come down the line and obviously very deserving. I'm glad I'm not the guy having to decide because there's so many great drivers that have paved the way and made made uh, what this sport is. In knowing you the way that I do, and for as long as I've known you, you've never been in it for the accolades. You just wanted to race, you wanted to win races, and you wanted to you wanted to be in the mix, and you were that. But when you got that call and you got that accolade from Mike Helton, did you do any reflection on what your NASCAR career entailed? I'm I'm curious your thought process and maybe some memories that went back through your mind when you got the call. You know, absolutely. I I think about it a lot. Obviously, I think about it every Sunday. You know, um, it it just, you know, I really miss the sport. I miss, uh, you know, participating in it. And and you think about all those times, all those races you won. You watch uh, social media and they, they, um, you know, 18 years ago today or 12 years ago, you know, Greg won this or a driver won that. And, it, you know, brings back memories constantly. Uh, and then, of course, you watch uh, the broadcast and it's, you know, Ford won here, five, you know, five times or nine times and, and your name's on the list. So um, it, it feels good to be part of the history of the sport. I certainly, uh, you know, as you get some of these accolades, also it's a reminder that you're not part of it. Uh, anymore. And I, I run a few races here and there, of course, but um, it, it's a bittersweet. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I love it. Do you have the itch to come back more than the sporadic visits that we see you? You know, you do, but, or, or I do, and I think other drivers do. I was just chatting with Jamie McMurray at a, at a function we were at, and w- we miss winning races and being competitive and being on the track. You know, we don't miss being in the wrecks. We don't miss struggling like crazy and being in those uh, Tuesday meetings with the team trying to figure out how to get out of the bottom of the barrel. Um, You know, all those things that all the struggles, there's so many struggles that come with just a, a short burst of success, if you will, every week. That's what you miss. You miss that, you know, you miss that short burst of success. But then you start thinking about it and you don't miss all those other things that uh, go with it. And, you know, it, it. you see it in the driver interviews. You know, guy runs good all day and finishes eighth. He's kicking rocks across the ground because he had such a terrible day. And, you know, that's part of that wanting to be in victory lane or, or standing on the podium. Well, when we look back over your career, the resume is punctuated with a 2000 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship, a 2002 NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship, a total of 56 wins across all three top series. Is there one or two moments, wins, things that have happened in your in your career that stick out more than others? You know, I, I think there's a couple things that, that stick out. One is the 2005 season. You know, good and bad, obviously. So it, it would 
it would line up. You couldn't have wrote a storybook if I had won all three championships. The truck took me three years. Xfinity took me two years. And uh, Cup would have been uh, what would have turned out to be three years. So, or, or, or you know, two years, three years. So it's a 2005 season anyway. The most wins of any driver in the Cup Series and that fateful day at Texas when the right rear wheel came loose and I had to come back to pit road running third, had to come back to pit road and finished uh, 20th. It, it cost me the championship. Two races later, I lost the championship by six finishing positions in a total of 10 races. So our point system was a little different then uh, that any one of the 10 championship races, I only needed six positions better finish to win the title. Of course, if it would be under the current format, I would have won the title. And if it would have been under the format right prior to this one, I would have won the title. I went to Homestead uh, um, second in points and won the race. So I did that two years in a row. It, and so it's kind of a bittersweet. Uh, the most wins in a, in a season, uh, or, or that particular season, and then, of course, the, the worst possible scenario of, of uh, you know, not winning that title. I think I know the answer to this question. I was going to ask you, have you gotten over it? But it doesn't sound like you have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's something you think about because, you know, if you go back and think about the, the, the top, I make the top 75 greatest drivers. And instantly what comes back is, what if, what if? And you think about all those moments throughout your career. And and obviously the cup championship is the pinnacle, uh, along with, let's say, Daytona 500, right? So those, and, and it reminds you instantly of how sh- uh, close you came to, you know, that uh, winning all three. Just curious, before we turn you loose, you've had some time, obviously, that you've you've stepped away from the sport, but you still monitor what's going on inside it. How are things different in 2023 than where you were when you were a full-time driver? Well, it's, uh, you know, a lot has changed. And and a lot has changed in just the last two years with this this new car. Um, You know, the team's using spec parts and whatnot. Um, you know, we've, we've been through some challenges as a country, as, as, you know, with COVID and supply chain issues. And I see and hear and, and, and watch a lot of this, uh, go on. So the sports changed quite a bit. And, uh, you know, I'm still, uh, as technology gets better and better and better. And we all experience that with our cell phones or social media or the internet. It doesn't matter. It 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 gets it feels like it gets further and further away from man and machine and crew chief and team and driver as we incorporate more and more technology. I not from the you know, not because I'm from the old days, but I think NASCAR historically is a sport that it's the crew chief and the driver and the team. And that communication 
I think I need a little bit more right rear spring. Let's try a little bit more front sway bar. Not a team of 20 or 50 engineers sitting in a room crunching numbers and calculating what the next change is going to be on the race car during the race. It, 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 you know, I like the, you know, struggles. Jack Roush told me one thing, you know, in my career, and I remember it at six when he said, those fans that come in the grandstands and watch us every week pay to watch us struggle. And, and he's right. It's, it's the, it's the drama. It's the, you know, run out of gas, engine blows up, tire rolls across pit road, guy runs, you know, knocks the guy up into the fence. People come to see that. And, uh, you know, it seems like there's less of that with the technology that we have because there's less of an unknown. And the more of an unknown we have, it seems like it's a it's a, a more interesting uh you know, sport to me. So that's just my two cents. Obviously, that's fun to watch. I love to watch it and uh, I love to participate. Well, we appreciate you joining us. Before we turn you loose, what's going on these days? What do you, what is occupying your time? And do you have any plans to run any more one-off races coming up? Well, so do I have plans to run any one-off races? We, we had planned to run uh, you know the daytona 500 this year and then potentially maybe vegas and then for sure we're running atlanta and then you know that didn't get didn't come together and then maybe talladega and so we're sort of kicking the can down the road um and i think it's a matter of you know preparing the car and pulling a team together and and sponsorship and and like i said i i I only want to compete if if I'm in equipment I can win and and run competitively or if there's an opportunity I can use my 20 years of experience to help a team that's trying to get an opportunity in the sport. You know, so so I understand you know this team you know needs a little uh, help up and and I've been able to do that with you know running several races for them and not damaging their car you know they have one car and uh we've been able to run fairly competitive at a few races and and uh and so you know if it comes together i i would probably be there for some races uh if it doesn't it you know it is what it is and i'm always busy doing a million things so i'm off-road racing i'm you know, playing at my rock mine and I'm having fun with my boats and not getting enough time to fish, but uh, working in the shop. So I'm doing all kinds of stuff, but you know, we got a three-year-old now that keeps me running on, you know, bicycles and looking at go-karts and all these other things. So he's, he's having a, he's having a ball as well. Well, it sounds like you are, uh, you're having a blast. Congratulations on the accolade of becoming NASCAR's one of NASCAR's 75 greatest drivers. Appreciate the time catching up. Appreciate the memories you created over the years for us. And all the best to you, my friend. Well, I appreciate it. And hopefully uh, we'll, we'll be here for some more. What a wheel man. And still getting it done. Greg Biffle made his mark, obviously, in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, the Xfinity Series, and obviously the NASCAR Cup Series. And I was so glad to be able to catch up with Greg. And what an accomplishment for Greg making the list of NASCAR's 75 greatest drivers. Wanted to flash back for one other opportunity. We're going to take you all the way back to the morning of the Daytona 500, February 2023. 
you know, we get a lot of dignitaries that make their way through the media center and make their way through the driver's meeting and make their way through pit road and the like. Well, this one was pretty unique. Tiffany Haddish had an important role to play in the great American race. I had a chance to catch up with Tiffany the morning of the Daytona 500. Of course, Tiffany, a Grammy award winner, primetime Emmy award winner. She sat down with me in studio just moments before the great American race. Joined by the honorary starter of today's Great American Race, Tiffany Haddish. Welcome to the Daytona 500. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. What is, what is going on with you these days? What's happening? <laughs> Nothing much. You know, just um, being successful. You know, generating joy and happiness for others. That, that's my goal in life. I think that's what I'm supposed to do here on this planet. So, you know, I'm just making movies, funny movies, funny TV shows. And, um, yeah, creating opportunity. What You've done a lot. You've won an Emmy. you won a Grammy. You've had a lot of TV shows. You've had a lot of movies. What are you most... Yeah, but that's a lot in this day and age. I mean, I have appeared like 82 times as myself. <laughs> Not as myself, but I've, I was looking on my IMDb and I was like, yo, this is... <laughs> It says 82 times I've done something, like 82 jobs. And I think that's awesome. And then I and I realized, I started going through the list. I'm like, wait, I haven't gotten paid for half of these. <laughs> this is a problem. What are you most proud of? I am most proud of my family. Why? Because they're mine. And no one else's. I mean, it's, yeah, there's other people's too because they be getting married and stuff. But I'm very proud of my family. I feel like we did... Considering what we came from and what we've been through, everyone's doing very well. You know, some people could be doing better in the family, I, I believe. Uh, but for the most part, we're, we're winning, and I'm proud of everyone. How about professionally? What are you most proud of? Professionally, I am most proud of so many things. Can you be? Can I be proud of like more than one? Absolutely. Because I'm really proud of like Girls Trip. I'm also proud of Black Mitzvah. I'm really proud of my... Um, my 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 performance on SNL and that monologue that I wrote and that and all the people that told me it was funny like all those my heroes that chimed in you know because I was running it over the telephone to everybody I'm gonna tell you I was, did you hear from Oprah uh not when I did SNL I heard from Patti LaBelle really Patti LaBelle called me up mm-hmm what did she say and, and she says she's proud of me and that if I ever need anything, I could always call her and that I need to come over and eat with her. And then um, uh, Erica Badu sent me some beautiful flowers. Be and uh, uh, Anne Hathaway, she sent me some really gorgeous flowers and then became my friend. And then Taylor Swift became my friend, too. And she's like the dopest, the dopest. She's a Sagittarius like me, so she's very um, blatantly honest, too, which I love. The, our conversations are hilarious. You've got a very cool project coming up. Let us know what that is. For those that don't know. Okay, so i got a lot of projects coming up, but the, I think the coolest one is the Disney movie, Haunted Mansion, coming out in July. And I'm super I'm super excited about it. And I just, they just, okay, so I'm not supposed to know this, okay? I'm not supposed to know this, but I know this. Uh, they just tested the movie, and uh, they said the audience was going crazy for me. And I, I tested very high. Now, I wasn't supposed to see that email, but I had seen it because I'm also a forensic uh, uh, techni technical person. What you call? I do forensic technology. That means I can get access to things. <laughs> yeah, I learned that from YouTube, too, how to technology forensics. 
Now, what <laughs> what you're about to do, what you're about to do, I don't know if you realize this, but being the honorary starter of the Daytona 500, you're going to be standing way up in a flag stand. Mm-hmm. You're going to wave the green flag. You, with the waving of that green flag, will send 20,000 horsepower for the first time in the biggest race that we ever do. Are you aware of this? I am very aware of it, and I am very ready. I cannot wait to feel the vibration of all those engines, all that horsepower. You, do you know when I when I was a kid, I used to watch that's going to be like, 15,000 horsepower, blah, 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 horsepower. I'd be like, there are no horses there at all, but I know better now. Mm-hmm. It's the strength of the car, right? And I'm excited to feel that strength, that vibration coming through the ground, up that ramp, all the way into my feet, through my whole body, where then I go, And then I'm going to shimmy like this. I'm going to shimmy it up. And then they're going to take the flag from me. And I'm going to try to hold on to it. But they're going to take it. And um, and then I'm going to have a little fight because I want it for myself because I want to hold on to the memories. Then I'm going to have my assistant take a picture of me. And then I'm going to give him the flag. I don't know where to go from here because you possess so much energy. I wish I had half of the energy you have. You have more than half of the energy I have. I listen to you, bro. You are lit. What are you talking about? You have great energy. I've listened to you. I dated a guy who really likes you, so I've listened. You want to enlighten me? Okay, we're not using this in the interview. I'll cut this out. Why are you cutting this out? You have great energy, man. (laughs) You're funny, you're fun, you're informative, and you have a great voice. Well, thank you very much. And I'm not hitting on you because I know you're married. I'm not. I'm single as can be. Well, hello. I'm hitting on you. You so ugly. (laughs) Anybody ever tell you you ugly? You sure enough is ugly, daddy. Damn. They let you out the house with all that ugly. All right, we can't do this on the air anymore. We got to get back to work. Why not? Oh, we'll talk about it later. Why? Oh, I'm not scared. Scared because you ugly. Mm. He not ugly, y'all. This is what you say to men to make them think about you the next day. You tell a man he ugly, he gonna think about you for at least a week and a half and try to prove to you that he not ugly. Dang, you ugly? Welcome to the Daytona 500, Miss Tiffany. Thank you. I hope you have a great day. And we'll be watching for Haunted Mansion coming up later yes, this definitely later this watch for Haunted Mansion. And watch for the After Party Season 2 on Apple TV, where I'm a detective, and I'm very good at it. Well, obviously, with that forensic CSI situation you were describing earlier. Yeah, no, yeah, forensic technologist. Mm-hmm. I'm a hacker. I hack stuff. I'm just a girl. Have a good time today. I'm a detective. All girls are detectives. How you doing? I'm, I'm, you have a great time. I'm great. You, you bye have bye. a good time. Give me your phone number. Stop playing with me. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I have never been so befuddled in an interview in all my life. What a wonderful person. Fantastic energy. Absolutely love the incomparable Tiffany Haddish. And by the way, I had a chance to run into her again at Phoenix Raceway, the season ender a few weeks ago. Had some time to catch up with Tiffany. She is a gem, and I hope she keeps coming back to our NASCAR races. Folks, that's all the time we have for you for this week. For producer Trey, the rest of the MRN team, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you for the download, and thank you for downloading us all year long. We've got lots more to come in the non-racing portion of the season. And, of course, we'll be back with you again in 2024 as well. Until then, don't eat too much turkey. Enjoy responsibly. And we'll chat with you again next week right here on NASCAR Live Wide Open. Until then, happy Thanksgiving and so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. 
For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. The NASCAR season is here and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy Ford Tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. 